0: Welcome to Miles to Memories. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by Mark Osterman and Joe Chung. We have a great show for you this week. The American Express Gold Card is getting a refresh. They're taking something away, adding something else. We'll discuss how it all shakes out in the end. Plus, money orders at Walmart. There are some issues people have been having. We'll tell you what's happening, what we think about it, and what you should keep in mind to protect yourself. Plus, what are people doing to prepare for the holidays It's almost November, and this year things are different with Black Friday sales going on all month. Are we going to have deal fatigue? What are we doing to get ready for the holidays? Plus, we have rapid fires and more. If you like the show, please consider subscribing. MTMPodcast.com is where you can go for links to do all of that. Consider leaving us a review as well. Great reviews help us reach more people, and we definitely appreciate the feedback. Thanks so much for listening. Let's get into the show.
1: Gentlemen, how was your week? Pretty good. Uh, my progress reports are due today, so I got them in early so I could record with you guys. So, you know, feeling pretty good about that. What about you, Mark? How you doing?
2: <sighs> Same thing. I had, to, I had to bust a move and get done with all the work for like most of the week because I'm getting on a plane for the first time since February tomorrow. Hey, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. So heading to Vegas, checking out Circa. So excited for that. This is the last of it, and then I can go to bed and get up early. So all the stress is starting to alleviate from me
1: as I drink this beer.
2: What if circus sucks? Do you think your it would, it's wasted? impossible. It will, it's impossible for it to suck.
1: It doesn't even, it doesn't even matter. He'll be in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't you? He, know. remember Rob, it anyway.
2: Right. This is what my wife said. She's like, are you excited to, you know, travel? I'm like, well, I'm not like looking super forward to the flight or anything, but she's like, but aren't you excited to get away from all of us? <laughs> So you missed the, you buried the lead there. Just getting away from the kids, Joe. (laughs) True.
1: True. Wait, so what, uh, it's not on the agenda, but what like precautions or what are you, like, what's your plan for the flight?
2: Just wearing a mask and that's about it. So I brought, I brought, I packed some wipes, so I'll wipe everything down in my area, turn the air on. So I have airflow, strong airflow. I'm up against the window, um, flying Delta. So the middle seats are blocked and mask up and hope for the best.
1: Do you plan to board like normally or do you want to like board last like any those kinds of considerations like what's your plan for i feel like i already get to the airport pretty late in general but now that the airports seem like so much more empty like i'd probably be even more liberal with that so do you have any plans like on that side not really yeah
2: i always get to the airport pretty late i i will i will say normally like i park at the north terminal in detroit and then if you're flying delta you have to go to mcnamara terminal so you have to take a little bus um to go back and forth but it's an earlier flight. So I, I want to get there like as late as possible. So I'm actually going to park at McNamara, which is like almost double the cost. But since it's only a couple days, I'm just going to eat it. And it'll be so much nicer to just walk off the plane, go straight to the car and get out of there. Um, so that's the the main change that I'm making is I'll be paying a lot for parking.
1: <laughs> uh, Yo, know, make sure you expense that. All right. <laughs> yeah. That's the perks of the job right there. Wait, so how, how long are you going to be there? And are you staying at Circa, actually? Or are you just going to visit it when you're there?
2: No, Circa doesn't. When Circa opened, Sean, like late December, I think the actual yeah, the hotel. the hotel the actual, is December 28th. Yeah, so. December 20th No, I was supposed to stay at Cromwell, but that's not opening until uh, the 29th. So they moved me to Caesars. I've been trying to, to work my way, at, finagle my way into a uh, Nobu room, which is like their, their tower. That's supposed to be their nicer tower in Caesars. So I've reached out to a host, but he either got laid off or isn't working there anymore because his email just said, I won't be in the office indefinitely. So I called today and they put my request in there. So I'll I'll find out when I get to the desk, I might try the $20 trick. I've never tried it before, but this seems like the perfect time to slip it in between my card and my ID and see if it works.
0: I thought about doing it uh, at Planet Hollywood. I always try to do it and I just, I don't, I don't know. I've never, never done it.
2: You're not suave enough, uh, Sean. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's not well i've been in i'm I will just tell kidding you something, mark no 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 i will tell you something mark in vegas it doesn't matter money is money you don't have to be suave or anything they, That's they true. you could be the the sweetest talk you could be the sweetest talker and get good upgrades by being suave but it, when it comes down to the 20 dollar trick it's just about the money you're putting in there in their hand vegas is all about the money
2: like i was gonna just book it because the the paid rate is like 71 bucks a night But I went to go book it and they're like, oh, you already have a room booked And Since they moved me from Cromwell to Caesars, it's not showing up in my Caesars account. So it's some weird like glitch thing. So I can't cancel that. And then it was like a whole thing. So I'm just like, I'm going to see if they'll do it for me. So we'll see.
0: Well, I am staying at Cromwell on Thursday night when they reopen. I might.
2: Maybe I'll just switch my room to Cromwell on Thursday night. You never know. You could.
0: I mean, you originally booked it. But the strange thing is the same thing. My reservation isn't showing up in my Caesars account. I got all freaked out about it the other day. But I can still pull it up with the confirmation number. But uh, maybe they're just... Yeah, I think there's
2: some glitch. Because Rick, who's in the Diamond Lounge, he's going to be in Vegas, too. He's had the same issue. And I actually have a booking from Cromwell I made, like, months ago and canceled. For one night before I knew I was going to stay uh, two nights. So I, they just have some real
1: system issues going on. I don't know what the deal is. Isn't it nice to be worried about your reservations disappearing again, though? <laughs> Jealousy, <laughs> you guys. Worried about regular stuff?
0: Well, I'm only going as far as like a few miles away from my house. So I don't know about how.
1: It's still a hotel reservation, though. So Although you
0: know. I am going to Miraval next week. Or not next week, a little over a week from now. And I am excited about that. Finally get out of town and get on. I'm going to get on a plane. And I was telling Mark that I'm so excited to fly Southwest because of the empty middle seat. I've never been excited to fly Southwest before.
1: They just announced that that's ending, right? January, is it?
0: Yeah. So at least I'll get to experience it once, you know. Yeah. I'm going to say, ooh, I got to fly that. The one time time you're excited to be on Southwest,
2: yeah. We were (laughs) saying everybody on Southwest, like if you have the empty middle seat, you're just like watching the people walk through the door and you're like, don't sit next to me. Don't sit next to me. No. Oh, is the door closing? Yes. We're like the only people that have the empty middle. It's like winning the lottery. <laughs> and then they, then the last minute somebody runs on and sits down and you're like, oh, man. Reminds me of that Doritos commercial back in the day. What was I think it was a Super Bowl commercial or whatever, where the guy's just like coughing everywhere and stuff. And then the pretty lady walks up and he's like, oh, oh, sit here. Sit. <laughs> well, speaking of winning the lottery, Mark, I think we all won the lottery
0: this week with the American Express gold refresh, right? Who can't Ooh. use more Uber credit? <laughs> and of course, I'm being a little facetious saying we won the lottery because they're giving us, what, $10 more and they're taking away something else. Winner. Down the line. So they they announced the new Uber benefit and uh, we already knew that the travel credit was going away. Uh, as far as uh, the Uber Benefit $10 a month, kind of similar to what we we have with the platinum. And uh, are you guys excited for this? I mean, are you excited for this refresh? Is it enough? Especially considering the travel credit is going away, the airline incidental credit's going away in 2022, right? Obviously, we know that the gold card is valuable because of what you earn on your spend.
2: Uh, so, But does this make a big difference for you guys either way? I'm kind of, a, I'm over the airline incidentals because of the the way amex has has worded it and shut down all the other avenues you had to do it it's kind of like it's such a hassle i don't want to deal with it and i wish they would just go to a a travel credit like you have with chase and and others but because of that you know uber credit you're getting 120 versus 100 if you have uber eats in your area i think you probably come out a little bit ahead normally with all the fees and everything with uber eats if you don't do pickup it kind of eats into that $10. So it's almost like you're just getting free delivery. But since they're giving you the eats pass too for a year for, I think for the first year you're coming out ahead the second year and beyond, maybe not so much unless you're using, you know, promo codes and everything like that. The nice thing is it will pair up with the, if you have a platinum card and you're getting the $15 a month there, uh, 35 in December, those will pair together. So you'll get $25 so you can actually get like a real meal. Um, the trick with uber eats is finding the restaurants that don't mark up the price cuz it's actually the the restaurants that pick the prices and then do pick up um so you're not paying all the fees and delivery charges and all that stuff so if you have that i think you'll come out ahead and then once travel picks up if you use uber it'll it'll be an easy win there but overall it, you know i think it's better for me but i could see others that don't have uber eats and stuff where it's it's not <laughs> how about you joe
1: i think it's fine so next year Will we be able to have both next year, like the last year of airline incidental credit and the Uber credit?
0: Yeah, yeah, Maybe. we believe so. The perk is going to start in 2021. We think early, and the incidental will will last through then. So it should be some overlap. Yeah, but
2: one they year. They seem to
0: be pushing us more into these incremental credits and less into like long term, kind of wider benefits breakage, baby. It. They want exactly. that breakage. They're pushing the breakage.
1: It's annoying. You know, I do have Uber Eats in my area, so you know, I think that'll be fine. I guess. Everything Mark said, I agree with. And what you said, Sean, is the big thing, right? We don't really have the gold card for those benefits. We have the gold card for grocery spend. So until that goes away, I feel like the gold card is still um, very valuable. I agree. The one thing I will re-say that Mark said that is important to be said is the airline creditors are just so annoying now that you know I'm not losing too much sleep about not having to worry about that one.
0: When it comes to the Uber credit, I pretty much always use mine lately on Uber Eats. And you're right, Mark, you, you do lose something there unless you're finding a restaurant where it, the price is the same and you're picking up and all of that stuff, which is rare here. Usually the price is higher. And usually when I want to use it, I don't want to pick up. I want it delivered. And so I kind of just see it as a, a fringe benefit to my platinum card. That I have now, but I don't really see it as a value add, or at least I don't value it at one-to-one. So uh, I don't know. I, I feel like they're going to keep tweaking things, and I'm not a big fan of, I have to spend this credit every single month. It is what it is. So I guess, uh, like you said, Joe, it's not gonna it's not going to change my mind on the card. I'm not going to get rid of the card because of losing the incidental credit or gaining the Uber. I think maybe it's a bit of a wash, maybe for me a little bit of a downgrade, I'd say, but I don't think it changes the calculation all too much
2: do you think it would have been better if they just like doubled up on the Grubhub $10 credit you already get for all that stuff like Ruth Griss? And I'm sure they did it this way because Uber's giving them a deal on the credit, like half price or whatever. So they might not have been able to get that through going the other route. But I think just doubling up that credit would have made it easier because that's now you have two separate $10 credits, which both you know separately are harder to use in, in, fees and stuff eat into it somewhat if you're using DoorDash and then if you're using Uber Eats. So I almost would have preferred that to make it easier.
1: Or Grubhub. Yeah, Rand- Randy in yeah, the chat, miss- uh, the Diamond chat said um, another incremental monthly credit by Amex. Yay. Heavy sarcasm in the text there. And I agree. And I, for- I like, it slipped my mind about Grubhub. Part of me thinks like, will we see the Grubhub credit go away too because Grubhub and Uber Eats—they're kind of like competitors, right? So, you know, I know like Uber itself is like different, but I don't know if Grubhub goes away, that then that becomes a net loss. Obviously, they haven't said anything yet, and I'm just speculating, but I kind of didn't think about that angle—how like they're kind of competitors, uh, at least mini competitors to each other.
2: Then you'll have to go to uh, Ruth Chris and buy $10 gift cards every month, and then at the end go in there and be like, "Yes, I'd like to pay for my steak with 47 $10 gift cards." (laughs) What, but I mean, speaking yes. of that,
0: I wish they would just give you the credit all at once. Um Didn't like when, when Chase with the Sapphire Reserve, like didn't they give you all your like your credit at once? Uh, yeah. With, uh, DoorDash. DoorDash. Yeah. Yeah. They, so, yeah. they just
2: let you use the $60 however yeah. you use it, whenever you use it.
0: So I almost wish they yeah. would do that. And then it just makes it a little bit easier to do it. But I mean, I get what they're doing. We know that they're trying to force breakage, but they're also trying to find things that they can market. Uh, because they need to market. They need people to use their cards. They need to sort of adjust because people aren't traveling as much. And the main driver of credit card rewards for a long time has been travel or the promise there of travel. And people are, you know, there's a lot of people that aren't traveling or don't want to travel. It is what it is. But uh, I think we, we beat that one to death. We will uh, keep you guys informed of any other changes. And I'm sure American Express is going to come up some other weird credits for other cards uh, down the line. But moving on to spending, and money orders at Walmart. I think we've all spent many a day at the money center, people watching, swiping gift cards, buying money orders. But lately, the gift cards haven't always been working and you have to swipe a few times or they don't work at all. Mark, what's what's been going on with gift cards and money orders at some Walmart stores?
2: So it's been thrown around. People have heard through the grapevine and, and through employees and whatever that there was a Walmart update and they were worried that they know a lot of people are using Simon Mall gift cards. They thought they were targeting those or the Office Depot gift cards. You know, people were going to the store to get the money order and doing swipes, and it was getting denied over and over again. So, it, you know, a lot of data points. So I, I wrote the article looking for more data points, and the best I can tell is that they will eventually work. The cards will eventually work. Um, if you get denied the first swipe, say, oh, it must have been an error. Let me do it again. Sometimes it will take three to four swipes. Um, Other people have gone to a different register in the same store and it works on the first swipe. A lot of people said they haven't had any issues at all working in the first swipe. So it, it isn't like a blanket issue like it was thought to be. And it isn't nobody that I know that has done it multiple times has had where they couldn't get the money order either by going to a different store or just by swiping multiple times. So. Just know that that could be a potential issue. I'm not sure if there's going to be more problems in the future. You might want to curtail your your buying until the dust settles a bit. But overall, I think everybody's been able to manage it. It just is more frustrating and more annoying. You always want to have other options, and you might want to start digging into that just in case. Um, Look at your grocery stores, your local supermarkets, stuff like that. Some other options to see if that's something you could do. I know, Joe, you were shaking your head. You never do money orders or haven't in the past. Not even back in the Kate
1: days. I've done... We didn't have a Kate. Either did Um, we. Um, My closest Walmart is like 25 minutes away. So, like, I did maybe two weeks worth of money orders there. And I was like, I'm done. Because, you know, (laughs) it was... You know, it's like, CSR dependent. Like, I had to drive 25 minutes away. We had friends who live in that town. So, like, I had to, like, pretend that I wanted to go hang out with them to be, like, nearby and stuff like that.
2: Why? We call them, we call them friends. <laughs> I mean,
1: they're, they're, they are they're our closest friends. But, okay, I'm not actually trying to go over to their house. Okay? Because, like, I need I need to make excuses to, like, be in the area. All right? I remember one time, like, I went in and, like, Jess was in the car. Like waiting, I think this is like when our oldest daughter was like a baby, and she was just like sitting there in the car, and I came back, and she's like, "Was that really worth it?" And I was like, "Yeah, no, probably not." So it just it just became not worth it with the drive, and then with you know, I I don't want to drive 25 minutes and then have a CSR that's not friendly. I just couldn't deal with that. So and they never they were supposed to open a Walmart like right by where I live, but it never happened. So what are you gonna do? That that
0: shame that the wife can give you, you know, she just I know Jasmine can just look at me and be like, "Yeah." Was it worth it? Yeah, I, I totally get that. You just sort of hang your head down.
1: It's really embarrassing sometimes when I have to explain the actual math. And she's like, oh.
2: Especially with your math skills.
1: Yeah. She's like, she's like, oh, wow. You made $2 off that? Good job, man. And I'm just like, okay. This is why I don't talk to you about this. This is why I don't talk to you about this stuff. Jasmine's so over some of it that the math can be much
0: better than that. And she still doesn't want to do it. And I still can explain like, but this and this and this and this. And she says, I don't care. She does do a lot of stuff, though. So I will I will say uh, she's pretty amazing at that stuff. But it definitely doesn't excite her in the way that sometimes it excites me. Although, admittedly, I'm not ever been excited for buying money orders. Never been my favorite thing in the world to do. But especially when stuff like this happens, I think the one good takeaway that we could kind of remind people of is, you know, to have backup options. You know, if some, if Walmart does die for money orders, how are you going to liquidate the cards otherwise, or how are you going to spend them or or whatever? There are lots of options. We even have a whole article on the website discussing it, how to liquidate Visa and MasterCard gift cards, including emergency options. But just keep that in mind. And you know, I guess be ready for a little embarrassment as you have to swipe three or four times and then have the person look at you.
2: Make sure you load up on the degree before you go out there as the heat rises. <laughs> There you go. It is stressful, though, when because you, you know people are looking at you weird. Like, you're just sitting there like, uh 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 and I love it. Every time I swipe, like, because I, I go to my Walmart's shut down gift cards a long time ago, so I go to a lot of grocery stores, and every time they're like, we don't do credit cards, just debit cards, because I'm sitting there swiping, and I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm punching in the pen now. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but they're always like, that doesn't look right, because everybody else is sticking it in the bottom, you know? so
1: Oh, you just reminded me. One time at Walmart, the few times I went at Walmart, I did a sleight of hand trick where I like showed one card and I swiped another one because I knew that like it would work uh, on the system wide on the system side, but the CSR was telling me that I couldn't use that card. And you know, I know everyone has their like moral gray areas and lines, and like I don't, I don't like, I don't, I didn't feel like I did something wrong, but just the whole like bait and switch that I did, it just didn't feel good. So. On top of all that, like it just wasn't worth it for me. I don't love doing it. So, you know, got to do what you love, especially if you're only making a dollar.
0: Speaking of doing what you love, let's move on to talk about the fourth quarter, Christmas, what we're doing to get ready. People love to shop, Joe. And I know that they want to save money and they want to get ready for it. But this is going to be a Christmas season, a fourth quarter unlike any other. And I guess we are going to get out ahead of it. And just like uh, all the stores that put all their Christmas stuff in, months ahead of time. We're going to talk about it right now, right here, and what people should do to prepare for this fourth quarter, because it's kind of crazy. I mean, we had Prime Day in October of this year, and a lot of the big retailers are doing month-long Black Friday sales, which are going to start, which are going to be mostly online. So it's going to be very different, I think, than past years. And I thought we'd talk a little bit about what we're going to do to prepare for generating points, for getting good deals, and then, of course, just for shopping for our families. Have you guys done any sort of preparation for this have you thought about it at all
2: as far as holiday shopping i am pretty much done <laughs> i have uh the kids all taken care of my parents pretty much you know most everybody and and i think just my wife's parents and her brother is all that's left so it, i know sean's kind of the same way as deals come up throughout the year you just buy stuff and hold on to it you more so for reselling me for gifts um so As opportunity arises, I'll just sit on it and then I'll either use it for their birthday, their Christmas gift, or for if they're going to a birthday party or something like that. I always have something on hand, you know, last minute birthday party pop up. We have it handled. I have a Hatchimal from like 2018 right now sitting in my garage, but... (laughs) <laughs> uh, Boop, boom. Yeah. So the main, the main way I've been doing it this year is if you're in the Midwest and Meyer, they have a, a great program called M perks and they've had a lot of deals where you could buy $500 worth of third-party gift cards, like Best Buy, Home Depot, stuff like that. And they'll give you $50 in Meyer credit. Well, with the crazy reselling on Best Buy, you know, you can buy a $500 Best Buy gift card, sell it for $490 or more sometimes and you'll get fifty dollars in credit. So, I have you know some different accounts with family members and everything. So, several hundred dollars worth of credit that cost me you know forty, fifty dollars out of pocket. So, that's how I did a lot of the the gift shopping. So, got everything at a discount. Everybody got a little bit better presents than they probably would have otherwise. That was a good thing. It's also good for reselling. If you know a hot toy that's going to be a good resale, you could use the uh, M perks to buy it. So, each local store has their own system like that so check out your
1: your area and and what works for you but that's that's what i've been doing how about you joe i'm the same i don't actually look for deals as much uh for my personal holiday shopping but uh you know i will get stuff when either it goes on sale or if i see it and i think it's something that someone will want quick aside my three-year-old uh she just turned three last week And so, you know, we gave her the present that she asked for, for her birthday, which was a watermelon. So got her a watermelon for her birthday out of season up here in New England. And then she asked for Christmas. She wants an umbrella. So this girl is easy. Wow, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with the, the gifts that she wants, but yeah. So in terms of personally, you know, I will look for the sales or whatever, but what I've been thinking about a lot is buyer clubs ramping up to black Friday, like this whole month of deals. So what happened was, you know, I told you guys last week that I spent like over $10,000 at the buyer's club. So I've been like reconciling my sales, making sure the tracking numbers are checked in and stuff like that. And waiting for my credit line to clear to get payback or something like that but then i realized like i had been ignoring whatsapp all week and these buyers clubs have been still blowing up these whatsapp uh you know chats like all week so they still have all these deals so i think what i'm going to do is i'm probably going to mentally take off just a few more days and then when it comes to november i'll start paying attention to the whatsapp chats again what's whatsapp chats again and then uh you know um, start buying again for the buyers clubs. But, you know, I think that is, I don't know something about, like you said, Sean, something about prime day being October, like it just feels like it's going to be a long grind. So I think taking a week and a half off, it's not going to hurt me too badly.
0: Yeah, I, I totally agree. Taking time off uh, from that and from being enveloped in all of that is, is good. If you need it, I think that from a few perspectives, if somebody's looking to resell, they should already be looking at what's hot and what's doing well. And I'm not just talking about toys. I think we'll see very similar things to what we saw earlier this year with shortages of certain things, because uh, we are going into a period of time where we're most likely to be shut in a lot more as the pandemic stretches on and winter uh, sets in. So I think that we're going to see some differences there. So I would urge people, if there's something that you want, like that's going to be in high demand, get it now. Things like indoor exercise equipment, all all the stuff that kind of was maybe a a little bit in short supply earlier in the year that maybe came back into supply over the summer and stuff like that. Uh, So look for that stuff now and look for it for gifts because if you know that you have kids or somebody that's going to want something that's in high demand, try to find it now. Try to find video game consoles now. Try to find uh, new toys now. Just do your shopping now. Don't wait. Don't procrastinate. And it's easier now than ever because of those month-long Black Friday sales because they're going to be drawing you in and And who knows how good they'll be if it's going to be all um, gimmicky. I'm personally a little bummed that I feel like they're going to de-emphasize the in-store stuff, which in the past has been much better for me than the online stuff, mostly because of limits. I can generally walk into a store and buy 20 of something, whereas online I might get limited or I have to get multiple accounts. But I think for consumers, it's probably going to be better because you're going to have more online-focused deals. And I wouldn't pass on them. I wouldn't – if you see a good deal now, don't expect it to still be there come the first week of December, because who knows how the supply chain is going to work and how, how things uh, have been adjusted since earlier in the year. I Part of me feels like we might end up with some things that are just way in oversupply. Like, for instance, today I was at Walmart and there's so much hand sanitizer at Walmart that half of it's on clearance for like a dollar. It's pretty crazy how much hand sanitizer they have. So maybe some things will be overproduced, but I think that the best deals will be early on. And I'm already starting to see some toys and other things that are in short supply. And I think that's only gonna get worse from here because Americans love to shop, right, Mark? We love to shop.
2: Yeah. I do I think it's it makes it tougher too. Like instead of just one day you have to focus on what deal I want, what's out there, like you have to look at it for a month. And I think people are just gonna get tired of it and not pay attention as much. I know I won't be paying attention as much, so I'll probably miss out on some stuff I would have gotten when it was focused on a couple days. That's something to consider too. But like you said, if you see something early, just grab it. Megan in the live chat said there's extended return policies at a lot of stores. So even if a better deal comes along, then you have that as a backup option where you could return it or ask for a um, a price match. So something to consider, buy it now. It's kind of like, uh, you know, Southwest flights, buy it now and then adjust later if you need to. But be aware with returns and stuff like that, you are heavily tracked. And you're tracked across stores.
0: You know, we talk about big data and how they're collecting data on us. The stores all share return data. So if you return too many things, you're going to end up getting yourself blackballed from different stores. And one thing that's interesting lately, I actually got a note from Amazon on my business account saying, you've been returning a lot of stuff open. And the only things that we've returned is stuff that they've sent to us damaged. And so the quality of the Amazon packages, I think everybody's probably gone through this. The quality of the stuff that I get from Amazon now is a lot worse than it used to be. It's damaged, it's dented, it's battered to, you know, and, and when you return that, they're looking at it and saying, hey, this person returned something that's not in brand new condition. So keep that in mind if you're reselling that you don't want to over return stuff and return policies are always at the retailer's discretion. Go read the fine print. In other words, Walmart might have a return policy that says you can return something through January, but it also says they have the right to refuse any returns. Amazon, the same thing, Target, the same thing, everything else. So I wouldn't abuse return systems, uh, for not for reselling, but for anything. I wouldn't abuse returns because uh, they're getting better and better at that. But uh, as far as yeah, picking up a few things, it's always nice to know that you can return through January, and it's a great thing to use if you don't overuse it
1: quick aside there was this article on amazon returns and like so much stuff doesn't ever even make it back to amazon like someone put like trackers and stuff and it just made it to the dump so uh we have one yeah only semi-related somebody but it was pretty disturbing. somebody posted that in
2: our uh live chat the other last week i think they said they had ordered stuff from amazon like a, a furniture set or whatever and a dresser came with it like it was supposed to be like seven boxes and an eighth box he's like hey this isn't for us, you know, you should take this back. And it was supposed to go to like a state that was like the other side of the country or whatever. And he's like, just keep it, man. He's like, no, you know, you should take it back. He's like, just keep it, we'll just throw it away. So you should just keep it, which is insane. There's there's so much
0: breakage. I've been selling a lot of sewing machines and i had some returns and almost every one of the returns I get reimbursed from Amazon because it comes back damaged to them and they just reimburse me for it. So yeah, there's a lot of that sort of stuff happening. And there's a couple of warehouses in the U.S. where Amazon returns go to. And one of them is actually in Vegas. And you can actually buy these lots of returned items. And you bid on them. And there's, uh, they're on different auction sites. And it's like storage of, wars. Kind of. I like, mean, some of them are blind where they'll, like, say, this is the maximum MSRP it could be. And then you can kind of decide it. Other ones are more they tell you what's in there or gives you a better idea of what's in there. But there are some, if you're interested in that, there are YouTube videos of people unboxing these kind of lots that they got of Amazon returns. And to your point, Joe, most of it is junk. It's destroyed. And um, I'd say that I'd say personally about half of what we get back in returns from Amazon, we're able to repackage and resell as used or do something with it to generate it. But uh, that's definitely I think something people don't keep in mind when they're reselling is that you have to account for returns and for just total loss on stuff. Because uh, you're going to get stuff that's going to come back, and you're not going to be able to sell it. You know, like a Barbie doll, right? If you return a Barbie doll on Amazon, they're going to take it back. When, how am I going to sell a, a, an open Barbie doll? You know, things like that. You got to fa- you got to factor that into your to your overall plan with it. So, any other words of advice uh, for for people looking for these deals? Are you guys excited for these month long Black Fridays starting November first? No. Oh. I'm not either. You know, I thought I would be, but I'm just not. I just think it's going to be this like you like to your point, Joe, we're going to be all tired of it by the time Black Friday actually gets here. And then maybe we'll miss a good deal because we're going to be ignoring all the notifications. But if you do like deals, I know that we'll be covering the best of them on Miles to Memory. So check out the website so we can write about it and let you know all the best <laughs> month long Black Friday deals. But I promise we will only choose the the, the really good ones. And uh, with that, we were going
2: to $2 dial. So on sale, Target.
0: clearance sanitizer, baby, a dollar bottle at Walmart right now. There's a wall there you go. of sanitizer with that. We're going to move into rapid fire. Mark, start us off.
2: So my rapid fire is an article that Benji wrote about the city premier, um, hotel benefit where you get a hundred dollars off a $500 booking. This was kind of, uh, you know, like a, a to replace the losing booking through the portal at 1.25 cents. Um, not as good but for sure but something so he dug into it to see if is it really worth it is it even a good perk and he found something kind of interesting he looked up a couple bookings one time it was pretty much the same price as if you booked it direct so you did legit get a hundred dollars off another time it was actually cheaper through city's portal than it was on the hotel's website so you came out like $130 a hundred and thirty dollars ahead uh, with the credit and another time it was like thirty or forty dollars off so not the full credit so Regardless, you should get a discount if you were going to pay cash on the room anyway. This is something that will discount the rate for you. It's perfect for non point hotels, stuff like that, mom and pop places uh, where you're traveling. But the really interesting thing he found was you could still book at 1.25 cents because you can use points towards it. And it's allowing you to book at 1.25 cents and getting the $100 discount. And those bookings, that ends in April where you get 1.25 cents through the portal. But you can book out further than uh, April. Like he was looking at uh, Disney hotels in like August of 2021. And he was still getting the 1.25 cents and the $100 uh, discount. So if you have something that you're planning like in the summer and stuff, book it now. And then, it, you know, make sure it's refundable or whatever. But you can book it now and lock it in and get the double discount.
1: So that was pretty cool. I just got paid this week for a fourth night free benefit from January. I had forgotten about it. And I saw this <laughs> $400 credit on my, uh. but at least it works. I mean, must I didn't be, have to ask for it. Must it came, be nice to so.
2: be Joe Chung and forget about a $400 credit. Yeah, must be. <laughs> just <laughs> a rounding <laughs>
0: error. Just a rounding error. Hopefully, you, <laughs> hopefully when you audit that, you didn't end up paying somebody $400. I'm I probably did.
1: Should've. I was told All there right. would be no math.
0: Ah, okay. Well, then we will, we will stick to that. And mine is uh, Las Vegas Sands. The owner of the Venetian and the Palazzo in Las Vegas and the Sands Convention Center, along with that brand new MSG sphere that they're building, that crazy spherical performing arts theater with screens everywhere. They have announced that they may be trying to exit the Las Vegas market and selling the Venetian and the Palazzo. And they think it might be worth up to $6 billion. And in this week's MTM Vegas on our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash miles to memories, Mark and I will discuss all this, plus uh, some other Vegas news. So if you want more in-depth conversation about what we think about it, what we think is going to happen, and maybe some discussion about Macau and some of their other markets and why they may want to get rid of Vegas, and what does that mean for the other casinos and who might take it over, check out the MTM Vegas show on our YouTube channel, and uh, we'll put the link to the article in the show notes. How about you, Joe?
1: Yeah, so back to Disney, a way that you can help out. So I actually put this on the agenda before news broke tonight, but twenty eight thousand cast members have been left laid off by Disney, and you know we can talk about whether that should have happened or not, but it did happen. And then tonight the news broke. I don't even know if you showed, saw this yet, Sean, because you were recording with Mark, but they laid off everyone from the Festival of the Lion King, Finding Nemo the Musical, uh, Hoop Dee Doo Review, Citizens of Hollywood, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, all gone. You know it is pretty rough for former cast members at Disney right now. So Disney Tourist Blog has been partnering with Second Harvest Food Bank or doing like a fundraiser for them. So link in the show notes for that article and just how you can help uh, the cast members in Florida who aren't doing too well. And also I know that on Disney Hacks podcast, uh, Sean and Greg Condon, uh, their podcast that I edit, they will be talking about Disneyland's non-reopening that uh, we found out about last week. So because of that, I think more cast members might end up losing their jobs. So if you have the ability to help out, uh, you can check out that article over at Disney Tourist Blog and maybe th- throw a few bucks the way of the uh, food bank.
2: The woman Margie, who always got me my free tickets in, uh, for Disney World and stuff, um, who always hooked it up whenever we went down there, she got laid off. She w- she worked part-time. She's a teacher and then worked, worked part-time at one of the hotels and and she was just laid off Uh, this week too so I think she said she was on like page five of the recall so it's unlikely that she ever gets that back if it you know when it comes back but we shall see but it's sad news for sure yeah it's crazy so many people out of work with Disney and
0: and and everywhere else and in some ways it feels like you know there's been a recovery and then in other ways it feels like it's going to be much longer than we had thought even uh, as we sit here especially with Disney and that news that Disneyland can never reopen according to the rules right now. Let's just put it this way. I mean, it can never reopen until the pandemic is gone uh, unless they change the rules because they came up with rules. So it'll be a short so episode strict. on? Well, we got we got other things to, to talk about as well, including, Joe, the beautiful new signage at Walt Disney World that they're redoing the arches. It's <laughs> an audio that, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying, but uh, the... <laughs> this there's is a selling point. People are rushing. For it. a larger point, the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary, what we learned about it. So that's for Disney Hacks, disneyhacks.com. And Joe, where can people find you during the week uh, when they are not listening to this fine podcast?
1: You can find me on uh, at As The Joe Flies, all of our social media. You can find all of my stuff there, um, various podcasts, newsletters, etc. What about you, Mark?
2: You forgot to uh, pump up your Twitch of school class if people want to learn some chemistry or whatever.
1: Oh, yeah. Don't, <laughs> just you wait, guys. These live streams, okay, give me a couple of weeks. We're going to, we're going to, these live streams are going to be lit in a few days. You could be like that. Uh,
2: the chick on Netflix that like blows stuff up for kids and stuff. There you go. There's your future.
1: Yeah. All the stuff I'm learning about Twitch. Uh, it's going to come to MTM podcast. Maybe there we beta go. Testing beta testing.
2: You can find me on Twitter at Detroit. Mark, email me market miles to memories.com. Come in on any of the articles on the website. I'll get back to you there. Join our Facebook groups, our uh, diamond group, Patreon members. If you want to live chat or, you know, get extra bonus coverage. All good stuff. How about you, Sean? You
0: can find me laying out by the pool at Circa. Just kidding, because I didn't make a reservation, so
2: I won't be allowed out by the pool. Plus, he wasn't even going to be there when I was going to be there, even though I'm flying out there to see him. You can you can find me ghosting <laughs> Mark here in Las Vegas. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but,
0: but seriously, at memories.com for 30 to 50 articles a week. And we have, of course this podcast at mtmpodcast.com and our YouTube at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. If you love Las Vegas and so many people are enjoying that channel and it means a lot to me that uh, tons of people are watching the videos, subscribing to the channel, listening to this podcast, reading the website. Thanks so much for doing all of that. And uh, we'll see you next time.
1: Have, Have a you great day, heavy. Mark.
2: Thank you. Yeah,
0: Sorry. Throwing Jeez. I'm throwing I may have made a... c I'm just throwing a little shade back at you for the microphone thing. That's
2: the that uh that's the bus that just rolled over, Joe. Oh god. I'm sure he's gonna lose some sleep over it tonight. Fum fum. <laughs> have you ever noticed <laughs> that the uh the article number changes every week when Sean says it? No. It's twenty it's, to 40, 30 no, to it 50. fifty. It was always fifty. Sixty to seventy.
1: It was fifty Twenty six to fifty one. <laughs>
2: We we did twelve to seventy two articles this week. No, I think it's a good guy. I'll this do it anywhere once. but I
1: won't do it everywhere. Every but but anywhere between one and seven to the second power.
0: Normally we're at fifty unless Mark is slacking and then we're down to thirty, so forty two and a half articles a day a week for you guys.
1: All right, I got a question for you guys. Why the freak did Kevin Cash pull Blake Snell?